0: Hello everybody, we are RNGPC and this is a D&D podcast, but there is no long drawn out campaign here. We are creating random PCs that have fleshed out backstories. Last week, I created a character based on the new characteristics that you can find within Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. Today, we have Jake creating a brand new character for us to explore. Welcome to our show, my name is Nathan, this is my co-host Jake. How's it going
1: Jake? Hello, it is going well. Um, I am. I am here not adjusting things on the Twitch stream, definitely paying attention to just what we're doing. Okay, <clears throat> yes, no, it's good. <laughs> um. We're, well, I'll, just a peek behind the curtain, just so people know, we're recording this uh, uh, on a Sunday, which we usually record on Saturdays, and Jake over here may have been intoxicated yesterday and still feeling it and a bit foggy and all over the place. So. <laughs> <That's... clears throat> oh, my God. Well, you know, live your life, I guess. No, I mean, it was great. It was one of those things where it's like, I I'm fully vaccinated now, and my friends are fully vaccinated, and it was like, oh my god, we should like go out to like a, a bar and sit at an outdoor patio and enjoy life, and it was that was nice. So is that where you found a dog to cuddle with? What
0: Facebook picture?
1: Oh, didn't you posted
0: a picture of you <laughs> cuddling with an animal. It's a dog, isn't
1: it? <laughs> so so I didn't post that. <laughs> my friend stole my phone, and uh, uh, that was a picture of me with their dog. Uh, at their place. Okay. He attacked my face and he was licking me. Gotcha. Because I was... I don't know how I ended up on the floor, but I was on the floor. You um, tend to end up on the floor. It was—it was, it was He's a small dog. He was a small dog. So I had to make sure that I was i was close to him. Um, also, though, thank you for reminding me that, that she posted that I will need to go. And um, I mean, I guess it's a fine picture. It's a fine picture. <laughs> Why would well, you delete it? Because I forgot... Again, I didn't know that happened. I remember <sighs> her taking my phone at one point and then getting like a message or something you want to hear
0: you want to hear a, a whole a whole hearted
1: that's the right word right sure. wholesome wholesome Ooh, wholesome want to
0: hear a wholesome story about someone taking someone's phone sure is it not this so one? one time because i feel like this nope is, oh okay this one's better this one ends in marriage <laughs> um for real <laughs> okay so one time i was in college you know the peak of everyone's drinking careers oh yes usually and i was on the floor Pretty pretty smashed, mm-hmm. uh, screaming about poop. I don't know why. I, I mean, why would you not be? I was just on the ground going poop. <laughs> Maybe I think I might have had to poop. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have been threatening to throw poop at someone who was being mm. loud outside. I don't oh, remember, sure. but I was yeah. I was just screaming about poop. Yep. And a friend of mine grabbed my cell phone, and at the time I had some shitty like LG phone that you can customize like more than an iPhone. Okay. So I had, like, the four most, in people, most important people that I talked to on a regular basis on the top of my screen. So there was, like, Chelsea, you, I think my, my roommate Neil, and my mom. Okay. And you could see, like, their pictures and stuff, you know, whatever. And you could just click on them, and it would instantly, like, open up a text box. So my friend, Lindsay, grabs my phone, and she had just met my roommate Neil, like, two weeks prior. Mm-hmm. Grabs my phone, opens it up, sees Neil's picture, clicks on it, sends him a text that says... My friend Lindsay thinks you're cute, nice. and uh, they have had a baby two months ago.
1: Wow! Yeah, all from that text. All from me that, getting blackout drunk. Is that wait? Is that where babies? That's come romance. From? Is that how babies work? Drunk texting someone else's phone. Sometimes, <laughs> but uh, that's cute. I don't know. That's if how they I met. really want
0: to. Yeah, if I really want to make them roll their eyes, I say that
1: I am the orchestrator of their love. You and your poop shouting. And they don't appreciate it, but I, I still mean, say it sometimes. I, I can't imagine why they wouldn't wouldn't love um, that. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> that, is yep. a, that is a rather yeah. wholesome
1: story. Mine was just a, uh, somebody took a picture of me and their dog attacking me and posting it on all my social media. That's not, yeah.
0: Yep. So, yeah. Um,
1: so, that's uh, you win. how I created love. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining you being at, like this old grandfather now at some point. be like, gather around, children. Let me tell you the tale of how I created love.
0: Let me tell you the tale of the fake text. <laughs> Grandpa, what's a text? <laughs> Shut up.
1: Don't make, me, don't make me jump through whatever this new Zoom don't call is. <laughs> don't make me jump through this hologram. Let me jump through this hologram and fucking choke you out. I will. I'll do it. I know touching people in some sort of physical manner is just generally frowned upon because we're in a new new virus of some sort, but I'll do it. I don't care. You know, how many vaccines, you know how many vaccines this left arm has seen at this point? <laughs> if, I, if I'm not microchipped and immune to goddamn near everything by this point, I don't care. <laughs> I'll choke Every you arm. out, you little bitch. <laughs> I got a
0: vaccine last week. They told me to move my left arm. I'll gladly slap you around with that one. <laughs> I have two left arms now.
1: Just comes out of the armpit, and just shoots out. It's a punch. <laughs>
0: It actually gives my elbow more momentum, comes out, grabs my elbow, and pushes forward.
1: Man, I'm so excited for this this,
0: this future we've created. Tupac's back. Everything's great.
1: He's, he finally came out of hiding. It was, uh Yeah. I'll tell you Just that a tale. a walking hologram now. I'll tell you that tale after the tale of love. <laughs>
0: um, so I was screaming about poop. <laughs> Grandpa, we don't poop anymore.
1: I know. Fuck your bags. Oh wow! Gross. I'm assuming it just goes. I mean, right? This like is it col- colos- What are those colostomy? It's a bags? colostomy bag. Oh, ugh. Ugh. Why, ugh. yeah. It's a real unfortunate thing that people have. God, man, we've 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 journeyed all over the place in this <laughs> our random intro uh, uh, of, of today. Yeah. Did you have any, yeah. anything else you wanted to <laughs> discuss in that? Otherwise. um... Let's see, oh. we've discussed love.
0: We have pooping. We've discussed the future. The f- we've yeah. discussed pooping. Yeah. Um, I think those are all the main things of this podcast, really. Those are the main things of life. And, I mean, sure, and life. Yeah. No. Love, pooping, yeah. and the future. No. Yeah. I already got my um, Jason
1: Statham rant out last week, so
0: I don't have that. You did. We talked about the new book last yeah. week. No. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Um, we talked about my D&D campaign. What? I would say the one thing I will say is I didn't bring anything from the new book. So because That's fine. You don't I, have the new book. I don't. And I didn't try and pull anything from it. So,
0: I don't think it's on the internet for free yet. No. It's been too, it's too new. I could have asked. You could have, found the, you could have found the UA stuff, but... Yeah, but I could have, I mean... Because I liked, I
1: liked the horror elements of it, so... but
0: Yeah, it's super dope. Just a recap for everyone. There's a new book out in D&D, Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. It's no. a source book. No.
1: And it teaches you how to make your campaign super spooky. Yeah. and if we were sponsored by D and D Beyond or Wizards of the Coast, our ad would sound something like this, but more well done. We'll work for them one day. Yeah, that's. I mean, obviously.
0: Um, but I I'm, would sell our pod, our podcast to them. Like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't think that's how I don't think that's how podcasts work. I think they sponsor us and they give us money.
0: That's the dream, right? So, I, I, okay, I've got a mini. I've got a soapbox. I want to go on real quick. Okay, here you go. I'll slide it. Over. And the, it usually originates from. I would I would say I hear this the most in the craft beer community. What? When people say a brewery has sold out. Oh, okay. I, th- I I have issues with that statement. And it's not because I think that beer gets worse from a brewery when they quote unquote sell out. Okay. I try to put myself in a business owner's shoes. So let's look at a really popular brewery that started out in your neck of the woods, Jake. There's woods out there? Called Ballad. Yep. Okay. They burn down like once that's, every three months, but that's fair.
1: That's why I forget about it. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> but they uh, Ballast Point Brewery, right? Mm-hmm. They sold out, according to some people. Sure. And they, uh, I think, <laughs> I think Miller, I think Miller Coors or something, Heineken bought them. I don't remember who bought them. But could you imagine, Jake? Imagine let's use, let's use our podcast. I'm using my. This is our, right now. Yeah, this is like our business. Yeah. Let's say we do this for like five years, or we do it for X amount of time. Sure. And all of a sudden, Wizards of the Coast approaches us and like, "Hey, you have a really good product. Well, like we I want to buy it from you. I want to buy it from you for one billion dollars." One—that's un, unobtainable goals, but I love it. I can imagine. It. Let's do it. Who's going to say no to that as a business owner? Like, that's what happened to Ballast Point. Ballast Point was like, or was like, "Hey, you have a sweet product. We want to give you one billion dollars." Wait, was to it sell actually it a us. B with a B? Yes. Huh. They sold. They're still. I'm pretty sure the record holder for the most money a brewery's been purchased for. Wow.
1: I mean, Um, I for what what I always hear when I hear somebody complaining about something, no matter what it is, whether it's beer, a band or whatever. When someone uses the term selling out, I hear jealousy and envy. <laughs> I hear, yeah, exactly, I enjoyed right? you before, and now I'm upset that, I I mean, I guess I can still enjoy you, but now anytime I drink you, or watch you, or listen to like, I just know that you've made a lot of money, and uh, because people like me liked you, and I didn't get any yeah. of that money. And, yeah. Uh, and it's
0: like, and now now you've accomplished your dreams. Why, why you started this to begin no. with, you've accomplished. No. So I don't like you as much anymore. If
1: anything, I think the the best the, uh, uh, example or, or talking about this is from Real Big Fish. The, they have their song, Sell Out. Yeah. Sell Out. With me tonight sell out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that, and the whole song is like, yeah, you, you do this so that you can make money off of it and be good at it. And if people like you enough, they give you a lot of money for it. And like, yeah. I, especially because I, I've, you'll hear this in music a lot where people are like, oh, they don't sound the same because it's like, well, yeah, because they they're in a studio now and they're producing and doing stuff and like, yeah, it changed and it sounds like different and it's like, of course they're not going to sound like they're recording in a garage anymore because they're yeah. not. And people grow, and,
0: like, the artists grow as human beings. So, like, I'm sorry that the 23-year-old metalcore band that was angsty and angry at the world for no fucking reason is now 35 with kids.
1: (laughs) Like, that's going to change the kind of music you write. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, again, that's where it's like, and people always say this, like, like It's not like it's the art that they used to make is gone. You can still go back and enjoy that. Like, sure, Bell's Point's a different thing with this, right? Because the beer they make gets consumed, and like, oh, maybe it's not weird supporting But like, yeah. you can still go back and enjoy the music that was made. So, like, same thing with us. Once we sell out, you can come back and listen to these <laughs> these episodes. These here yes. that are, <laughs> that are, are, are underproduced. And yeah, super- underproduced,
0: and we can. And now, once we sell out, we can only talk about things that actually pay us money. We can't just randomly drop right. name products. Right. We'll have to redact a bunch of things. No. Yep, we'll have to go back ballast and be point like...
1: will just, we'll just be beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening back to this all those years in the future, and you're hearing beep, 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 beep in these different points, just know what we were saying was, be- oh, that's beeped out too. We can't even yep. say it. I can't let them know.
0: Yep, they'll never know. <sighs> well, they didn't give us money. Oh, <laughs> I just, just, just to quote a day to remember here. Mm, mm. Just wait till I get some fuck you money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not even one of their good songs. I love that song though, just dude. because of that line. Just you like it. Wait till I get some fuck you money, <laughs> oh jeez, also I just want to throw in like a little asterisk um i I'm not upset with the current production level of our podcast. I think we have done great, and our editor does a good job making us idiots sound a little less dumb, but I concur and our, I think our setups are good we've got
0: good mics for sure. you know for beginners, yeah. and I think uh our first six episodes sucked, yeah oh. <laughs> Well, so that's I mean, because we sucked. We weren't comfortable. Yeah, it was. It was
1: mainly because one of us, who should go unnamed, was talking into the wrong side of the microphone. Um, so yep, that's you know. that was not me. I, so I mean, there's it, guess it could guess, have been anybody. Else it was. It could have been anybody. We don't. It's 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 so long ago. It's hard to tell. You know, I like sometimes you look back at history and it's like, yeah, sure, then- we can read those wall like hieroglyphics as this, <laughs> or it could be. Th- so it's too hard to know. It's too hard to really. And know.
0: now, and now. We invested in a microphone for you that says "front" and "back" on it,
1: so you now know. I mean, it does. I'm sorry, I was just double checking, making sure I'm talking. <laughs> it doesn't say "front" on the front; it just says "back" on the back. So as long as I can't oh, okay, see it back, okay, so you're right. You're right. Fine.
0: It does not say "front."
1: Uh-huh. Okay, front. Anyways, <clears throat> I think we did it. I think we found found enough things to fill this intro time with. All right, you ready? It's my, yes, character, it's my um, character this
0: week. It's your character this week. Well, there's One thing I wanted to say for... Oh
1: God, what? We should have brought that up when we were trying to fill. What? Don't forget yourselves. We've
0: made up our minds, and we signed three, four, five on the the line. That's all.
1: <laughs> 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 Let's go. So there's
0: nine five of us. We just signed one, two, three on the the line.
1: <laughs> all right. Let's start building a character so we can get we can sell out at some point. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, we just want to cut in here real quick and take a moment to shout out our lovely patrons and let them know that we appreciate them oh so much. Uh, and mainly it's Impending Duff. Impending Duff has been there since the beginning. Like when we were just a wee, wee little podcast just coming out of the podcast womb, uh, He was there to help birth us into the world. And because of him, we are what we are now. If you want to help us mature and grow and watch us as we take... Those first steps towards all the mistakes we will make as this adolescent podcast. Are we adolescent? I don't know. Maybe we're toddlers at this point. But if you want to help our growth as well, like Impending Duff, who is in himself a wonderful content creator with his Twitch channel over at twitch.tv slash Impending Duff, where he paints minis, go check out our Patreon if you want to join and help and get shouted out here as well, where we can also shout out your creative endeavors or just say hi to your mom. We'll do that too. <laughs> but check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash rngpc where you can get shoutouts like this, bonus podcasts, or even request character sheets that you can take and play in your own D&D game. But, until then, thank you, and death. quo ke So, <clears throat> it's my turn to bring a character this week, and, um, I was excited about this because uh, a little bit ago, I was Can I open to it? Yes, you can open it. I mean, you could have opened it. There's nothing, like, surprising in here. <gasps> um, I'm so surprised. i surprised. I pulled a U. That's probably the surprising thing is I brought a background, a class, and a race. Just boom, boom, nice. basic. Yeah, we basic. Um, and mainly, though, where I started with this is I wanted to start with the race um, of a race we hadn't done before. Because, I was honestly, I wasn't that familiar with it. Um, it's an uh, Asimar. Are you familiar? I feel like we've done an ASMR. We we have done ASMR, but we've not done an ASMR. Asomir. Are you sure? What, what character was it? Isn't, um...
0: Oh, fuck, what's their name? It's one of our early characters. Uh, Whisper. Isn't Whisper ASMR? Nope.
1: ASMR? Whis- Whisper was what a, was a Whisper gen- then? genasi, an air genasi. Oh. oh it's different. That's, You're right. That's a half genie. Uh, are you familiar right. with asimars at all, or asimers? God, I'm gonna. This is gonna be worse than <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yeah, I'm real familiar with them as I read right now. Okay, yes. Well, for everyone at home, and maybe Nathan <laughs> if he, you know, is whatever. Uh, asimars are essentially uh, human-based, uh, ra- the human-based race that has in some way celestial descendants or blood. So, kind of like tiefling are known as like. a a human mixed with some sort of demonic, like, lineage. Uh, Asimars are the celestial side of it, or something from another, like, planar. Like, uh, there's a a race of, not monsters, but, like, creatures you can fight from the celestial plane that are called planetars, planetars, Gotcha. I think. And so, they are descendant of that so they're like god touched is essentially what they're usually seen as but the thing that makes them a little different than tiefling is tiefling is is like a direct lineage of like your parents were probably tiefling or you know you're like in some way you are it's every generation is a tiefling from that point on uh okay with celestial descendants and and heritage it can skip generations for a very long time and then re-pop up so like twins Kind of, or redheads, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so with that, what it kind of leads to is you can have situations where you'll have just a normal family for decades or for centuries, and then you can have one child all of a sudden be an Asimar, or a, uh, <clears throat> I'm just gonna say Asimar. That's what it is. That's how I'm pronouncing, it and that's what I'm sticking with. Asimar. I don't like Asim. As- I don't like the word ass. Can we just do ASMR? ASMR? ace Like Ace Ventura? Let me see. Let me me look and see what it says is how this is supposed to be pronounced. Is there a phonetic spelling somewhere? Um, Probably. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Uh, I'm scrolling through wiki right meow. Nope, I'm not seeing one.
0: I'm going to type phonetic.
1: Okay, cool. I'm going to use my scroll wheel on my mouse. Asimar. Like ah uh, like okay. say ah. Asamar. 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 Okay. So <clears throat> you can go several like generations without any Asamars in your family. And then one can kind of pop up and the with that you'll usually get something where then it's like, Ooh wow, this is where did you come from? Why are you important? Like what is and so like there's a uh, like Where are you gonna go? Yeah, it's Cotton Eye Joe. I think it's the I'm second. I'm sorry. Every time you say where do you come from, I can't help it. <laughs> I feel like this is the second episode in a row now. We have a, a Cotton is. Eye Joe reference. Um, so yeah, so I was excited by that because I was like, ooh, okay, cool. So this is kind of like you have a grander purpose, and there's like something going on with a God here, and ooh, there's like weight put on this. It's like like being a chosen one and some bullshit. Ooh. Way. So yeah, what it says in the general description is Asamar uh, Bear within their souls, the light of the heavens. They have descended from humans with a touch of the power of Mount Celestia, the divine realm of many lawful good deities. Asamar are born to serve as champions of the gods. Their births hailed as blessed events. They are a people of otherworldly visages with luminous features that reveal their celestial heritage. So, with that also... That was really good. Thank you. That's because I am so fuzzy in my head that I was really focused on every goddamn word. <laughs> um, but so there's some fun things you can play with. It like their overall look. Like you, you can have like, oh, they have glowing skin or they have like a halo of some sort that kind of floats. Or, like there's a lot of different things you can have be what they generally look like based on what God okay. they're from. Anyways, that's, what I, that's where I started. I was like, cool, that'd be fun. And the other thing um, I want to do is like, okay, what's another... I know a few episodes ago, I brought up the classes we haven't used that much, and we've only made one cleric, right, up, up okay. to this point, so I wanted to bring another cleric, but again... I thought okay this will kind of line up nicely because we got the whole god thing that's happening over here and then if they're a cleric oh look at that they could just look at like they they kiss now they kiss real nice they touch um but i didn't want to go with your generic like i am here to save everyone i am this cleric of goodness and hope so i went with a death cleric (laughs) or a grave cleric, i guess um which for anyone that doesn't know at home uh Grave clerics are usually the ones that are like, yeah, death is a thing and it happens and it's fine. I'm going to make sure the transition happens nicely. I'm here to like kind of just push you along to the next thing. Um, and for anyone that does watch Critical Role, this is what Caduceus is. Caduceus is a grave cleric of some sort. that um, They honestly have some badass powers to the point where one of their things is... If somebody is at zero hit points and you go to heal them, you don't roll whatever the dice are for that. They just get max health. What? So, yeah. So what levels that at? First level. It's literally a first level thing. They, they don't once they, per day or they, what? No, no. So they don't get full health. The spell you cast does max health. Oh. So like if it's like okay, it's two d four plus your spellcasting ability gotcha. modifier. You don't roll. It's just instantly eight plus it. So it's like. Oh, okay. You're almost kind of encouraged to let your team go down. <laughs> and like, okay. That's still that yeah. No. That's still awesome, yeah. but not as overpowered as I thought no, no, it was. No, no, no. Like, I realized that. <laughs> I realized from your reaction, I was like, he thinks this is cooler than it actually is. Um It's still cool. It don't is don't get me wrong. Because yeah, yeah. At, at higher levels, when he when uh at least Caduceus has done this, when he casts like um mass healing. That's a spell where you roll like 10d6. And <laughs> it's just like, God, God damn. Nope, you just, or it's not in that, but like, but either way, you can, he can instantly heal not just one person, but several people, 40 health, if they're at zero, if two or three of them are down. So it's like a Mercy, like original Overwatch level res almost, where it's like, all right, several people are now back up. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you I can, forgot she could do that. Yeah. I didn't the, play during that time. Yeah, I didn't either, but I've heard, I've heard of the before times before Overwatch had <laughs> lost its way. <laughs> Before they nerfed her into the ground. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you have that where you can heal, then also you know the, the cantrip spare the dying, and also what with it, you don't have to touch anybody, so you can just be, you know, 30 feet away and cast it, which is kind of nice. Um, the general description of them is, "Gods of the grave, watch over the line between life and death." To these deities, death and the afterlife are a foundational part of the multiverse's multiverse's workings. To resist death or to desecrate the dead's rest is an abomination. Deities of the grave include... And here are names of gods of that sort. Um, Hades. Hades is one of them. Anubis is another one. There you go. Uh, These deities teach their followers to respect the dead and pay them due homage followers of these deities seek to put restless spirits to rest destroy the undead whenever they find them and ease the suffering of dying creatures so yeah that's kind of their general like if they're not about healing and life and saving and all that just like yeah it happens and i think caduceus does a good job of this with his character because he's made it interesting and that like yeah my family's worked at a graveyard and that's our thing is about like passing the passage of when you die, we make sure that the bodies yeah. are taken care of, and we make tea out of you, which is a fun. He took move. that. He took that from me. He did. He did. We we. I I. We still are waiting for the like response to the cease and desist that we have sent to Critical Role, um, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, they make corpse tea, dude, just like Hotel Cecil.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just like that. It's exactly what uh, they advertise uh, for the, you should call it what it's called now, Stay on Main, so people at least know. uh, No, it's still Hotel Cecil. It's two separate entities in the same
0: building. Mm. You got to watch the dock, dude. You got to watch the dock.
1: I'm not going to watch the dock.
0: Only like 13 of the floors are Stay on Main. The rest of them are still Hotel Cecil.
1: Is that just for a legal purpose, so that they can at least say that they have one and the other one, and so people can be mad at the other floors, but not those ones. Those ones are different.
0: No, it's so that they can get young um, travelers to stay at their hotel. They convince people who are not from L.A. Yeah. to stay in Skid Row yeah. by advertising a nice, cool, to- hip place to stay.
1: And I will say, to be fair, stay on Main and Hotel Cecil, that building is not directly in the middle of Skid Row. It's close to and adjacent to, very, like, very much there, but like that's not even the worst part of, of downtown L.A. <laughs> like I feel comfortable... Yeah, Walking in front of that hotel, and there's other parts of downtown I do not
0: feel comfortable walking. Gotcha, gotcha. So, well, but, regardless, they share the same elevators too. So okay,
1: and as, as apparently they share the same uh, uh, hot tub services that are offered for people. and corpse tea. Yes, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> great. Wait did did hotel Cecil and Stan Main start the hot tub meta? Is that did they do this in some way with Twitch? Were they the first people to put? Women in, in water and then have it blow up and be a big thing that everyone was talking about. Is this, no, is there is there a connection? Can we? Because it
0: wasn't hot tub; it was just a sitting water. Oh yeah, it was probably kind of room temperature. It was actually probably really hot and disgusting because it's on the roof.
1: Huh? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're talking about with a with a, with a bloated woman inside of it who Whoa. drowned. Whoa, well, I'm well, I'm not here to body shame. You
0: bloat in water; it's <laughs> science. <laughs> If you die in water, sure, you bloat. Sure, it doesn't mean we have to talk about it. it doesn't mean we have to call attention What's to saying? the fact that she's makes bloating. it more disgusting.
1: It, I mean, it, I don't know what we're doing anymore.
0: You look like a fucking, you look like the Orakai from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you get water, waterlogged
1: bodies are disgusting. Yep. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Grave clerics. <laughs> That's how we got here. Um, cool. So, I have uh, an al- ASMR. ASMR. Fuck. Osimar. God damn it. Of course I do this. This the, <laughs> I bring this character the day. I'm fucking hungover as shit. Um, and Cleric. And then just to throw it all all big twist, the background I wanted to go with is Charlatan Thief. Okay. <laughs> and so I do have a general direction I'm excited about for this character that could change based on roles, but what my uh, kind of thought is this is a person that's been told their whole life, "ooh, you're special and you're connected to one of these gods from the like about the death and passing of all this shit and like you're going to be somebody." And they were just like, "I mean, I guess." And so they started using that um to their advantage and started like Going to places to help bury the dead people and do it, and are just swindling people for money. <laughs> they're not doing. it. They have no god idea damn. what they're doing. They have no idea what's really going on. They're just showing up and they know people are sad and hurt and they're like, "Oh, I'll come in. This will be great." And like, just it's it's a big fee though to for the crossing over of the god of of uh, whatever you want to say the death god is that their
0: deity uh, uh, is. And so, are they, mo- are, they mo- are they money laundering for a Mexican drug cartel? No. And are they in the
1: Ozarks? No, not though. It's not, that's, no. No, their their whole thing is they put on this front of being, I'm like, this is at least what I'm thinking. Again, it could all change. But Charlatan Thief says, nothing pleases you more than earning someone's trust and learning their heart's desires only to sometimes literally stab them in the back when you deem they are no longer of use to you. You are able to get people to believe you are a friend after only a few moments of conversation because of how bright and cheery you are. I don't know if that's exactly going to be this character. Uh, It's a useful talent, and it's one that you you're perfectly willing to use to your advantage. You know what people want. You deliver, or rather, you promise to deliver. You're a thief by trade, and use your apparent friendliness to get close to people, only to betray them later. You aren't above a little murder here and there. (laughs) So, like, dope. It's yeah. And again, I don't think it's bright and cheeriness. I think again they use the fact that they're like, oh, people see me as God touched. And, like, if I come in and I'm very stoic and, like, professional-looking and all of this, they believe... And it's like, yeah. So I think that's what would be fun to play with. Um, okay. Cool. And so the, the part, so of, you, part of this uh, thing is they have a favorite scheme. And it says every charlatan has an angle they use in uh, preference to other schemes. Your favorite scheme uh, is that you insulate yourself in people's lives to prey on their weakness and secure their fortune. Kind of. I mean, I don't know if it's... Insinuate. A, is it? Oh, sorry. Um, you don't insulate. You don't keep them warm in your life. <laughs> you could. He could also do that. You could show and be like. Hey, you don't just trap give me, the heat. Give me. I'm gonna give you a hug. Just give me. I just. Um, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah. So that's at least where I'm thinking. I didn't really read through any of the traits or flaws or anything like that. So some of these can completely throw it off. But that's it. That's all I brought. That's what I got. Sweet. So from here, um, oh, I guess I didn't delete item and motivation, um. You don't want to roll on the motivation? Do you want to? Nope. <laughs> As you don't want to. No, I just forgot to delete it off the sheet. Um, okay, sweet. So, hey, I don't need an item. Let's, let's keep it basic. You know, I don't, I don't want to overcomplicate it this week. This is new for me. This is different. Oh, that, shit. Uh, I'm making a Nathan level character. What are you doing? The- I thought okay. I fucked up the link. I think I deleted a number, but it still works. Okay, cool. So, I think we get to rolling. Yeah? You ready? Sweet. We want to roll first or what? Or yeah. me. I want you to roll first. I want you to roll personality trait, which is a D8
0: for me first. Okay, where's my D8? I found it. I got it. Don't panic. I rolled a five. All right, what is that? I lie about almost everything, even when there's no good reason to. Ooh,
1: that's fun. We're creating people I know in real life. <laughs> Alrighty, then. Um, I will roll next. pa. D eight, or oh, no, it's D six for ideal. All yes, right. I rolled a four, Ooh, which is greed. I will do whatever it takes to become wealthy, which Dope. comes with an evil alignment. I like that. <laughs> that works. We're making an evil Asamar brave cleric. Asamar. Ah Asamar. Ah. no ass. Asamar.
0: Exactly, there you go That's <laughs> what I'm to say for now Hi, right, right, I D6 am ah Oh my god <laughs> No one's buying anything from you I crit, I rolled a six Ooh. Someone I loved died because of a mistake I made That will never happen again Whoa Damn What'd you do, did you lobotomize them the wrong way? Or did mm, you fucking, maybe. uh What's it called when you, like At the at the end times and you stuff them full of shit So they don't smell and look weird Mum- mummify.
1: No. Uh, taxidermy. I don't know. Taxidermy. Yes. <laughs> no, you're talking about uh, when you prepare the bot. It's the... Um, What's-Her-Face does it in H- Hill House? Yeah. Um. God, I don't know. You're asking questions. I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay, I'm rolling the flaw while you figure that out. It's embalming. Business. It's, it's embalming the embalming process. Ass. You put your balm in them. You embalm them. Okay, I'm rolling a d6 for flaw. <laughs> I rolled a one. <clears throat> if there's a plan, I'll forget it. If I don't forget it, I'll ignore it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. This would be fun to have you play in a real campaign because this is you wouldn't have an opinion on the plan. So oh. plans might actually
1: don't move even. forward. Don't, fuck you. <laughs> You, you. I've only ever played pompous characters that are trying to lead the group with you, which is only two. I've played two of them, and sorry that that's an overlapping <laughs> thing they had. <laughs> it's okay. I'm still going
0: to tease you about it. that's yeah, fair.
1: All right. Um, I like these. These are really going well together thus far. Um, but let's keep. Let's just roll into stats now. And uh... okay, strength. Yes, sir. Ooh, buddy.
0: was a six, a six, a four, and a three. Ooh, so sixteen. Uh, sixteen strength.
1: Ooh, they're strong. They're strong. Okay, I'm gonna roll dex. Uh, ooh, damn, I rolled well. Um, I rolled a six, Shit. a four, a three, and a two. So that's thirteen dex. Nice. I'm rolling. Con. I'm rolling the duff dice that he gave me, and I always forget that the the six is the symbol thing. I
0: rolled a. Six, a three, a three, and a one.
1: So that's just twelve. Okay. Okay. So not not in a crazy high, but not. Bad. Also, I don't know what the pluses are for Astromer. Okay. Uh, I'm rolling Int, intelligence. Oh, are they dumb? Oh no, they're okay. They're fine. I thought this was a lower number. I rolled a six, <laughs> a five, a three, and a two. So that's a fourteen. Nice. Damn, these are broken. Wisdom. I rolled a four, a four, a three, and a one. So, 11? Dang it. four, four, three, one, eight. 8. Yeah, it's 11. Wisdom needs to be better. Okay, I'm rolling charisma. Last one. Why is that a cleric needs wisdom? Yeah. Okay, so I rolled... Okay, this is not great. Uh, I rolled a 5, a 3, a 1, and a 1. So they have a 9 charisma. I like that. That's fun. Oh yeah, wisdom is, that's good. is a cleric's main.
0: Main-ish. That's, be- that's better than my 7 yesterday or whatever I did.
1: True. yesterday, last week. True. Yeah. <laughs> we I mean we could say we recorded it. The, yes. Time's weird, people. Alright. None of it's real. Um all right. So the one thing I'll also say into this is what we get plus is oh gosh dang it. Your ability score increasement for uh Asamar is you get plus two to Charisma. So that bumps that up to positive. Um and, nice. Then, from there, I want to... There's, like, different subsets of Asamar. and I want to go with the Protector one, which gives you Wisdom score increase by one. So, yeah.
0: Was your Charisma nine or eight? Sorry,
1: I forgot. Uh, nine, because it was a five, three, okay, one. Okay, so plus two is 11. And what else goes up? Uh, Just Charisma? Uh, no, Wisdom, uh, because I want to go with the Protector. But that right, That's what we've decided. Anytime, so, like, it, with Asamar, it says your general... Ab- that's how I'm saying it from now on. It's the only way I can say I it know. accurately. I know. <laughs> um, the overall ability score increase is your charisma goes up by two. And then there's like a subset which you can choose like Protector, Asamar, ah, Scourge, scourge Asamar, ah, Or Fallen,
0: ah, Um Please never. We know we're an Asamar, ah, Please never say that again. <laughs> I'm cutting you off on, on <laughs> saying what this character is. We all know.
1: Anyways, so there's those different three, and then with each one of those three, they have a different ability score increase. We, yes, we've, we've decided that you get those as well. And it's not and or, correct? Correct. Cool. So then, yes, it's, it's just also and. a plus one to wisdom, because I like the protector cool. uh, subset of the race, of this race. that we are. <laughs> Sorry. Um, with that, too, what's cool is you get the Radiant Soul thing, so you can unleash divine energy within yourself, causing your eyes to glimmer, blah, 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 and incorporeal wings spot out of your back, and uh, they last a minute. You're... Actually, wait, no, this one doesn't make sense. I thought this was the one... There's one where you can make people afraid of you. That's the one I want. I think it's Fallen. Ooh, maybe sc- Scourge sounds spooky. Which one's a Scourge? Oh, just the scourge word is spooky. Oh, no. Uh, fallen. I'm sorry, I want Fallen. So that's a plus to your strength. So, sure. They're not a wise cleric. And that would kind of make sense with the fact that they're, like... They're just strong. Their strength is fucking 17. Yep. Yep, they're strong cleric.
0: Alright, dope. Okay. Uh, do you want to recap, then, real quick? Sure, I can recap. So, this week, Jake brought a background, a class, and a race. We've got the background of Charlatan Thief... The class of cleric with the grave domain subclass, and then an Asamar with the um, I uh, right. fallen. I did not. Fallen. Um, don't fucking me. Ah, <laughs> with the fallen Asomar. protector o- Asamar. Uh, then we rolled in the background of the charlatan and Thief, and we got the personality trait of I lie about almost everything, even when there's no good reason to. Ideal greed. I will do whatever it takes to become wealthy, which comes with an evil alignment. Bond. Someone I loved died because of a mistake I made. That will never happen again. This sentence sucks. You still love them. I'm getting rid of that past tense. Wow. Someone I love died because of a mistake I made. Better. This will never happen again. Flaw. If there's a plan, I'll forget it. If I don't forget it, I'll just ignore it. Uh, <laughs> stats is a uh, strength. We rolled a 16 plus 1 equals a 17. Dex, 13. Con, 12. Intelligence, 14. Wisdom, 11. Charisma rolled a 9, but it gets a plus 2, so that becomes 11. And that's currently where we are. Diggity-dope! For this
1: Asomar Grave Domain Cleric. Yep, okay. So, as far as like the stats go, there's nothing... I mean, they, they're just big. I feel like they're just a very large individual. Like, I looked up um, physical description of an awesomear and... Uh, just a, I'm trying to see if there's like a random thing I could roll. They're
0: humanoid medium sized.
1: Yeah. But I mean, me- their alignment's usually good. Usually. <laughs> um, however, they do say you can be evil. Where's the. This is not the one I want. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Yes. Which is, of course, always fun. But where's the personality? Asamar. Okay, yeah. Though many Asamar were good in nature. Thanks in a large part to their celestial ancestors, not all were. Just as not all tieflings or Ferrari were evil, some Asamars fell into a trap of evil, corrupted perhaps by experience or the counsel of an aid of an evil god. So, like, there's certain gods even that take particular pleasure in corrupting Asamar and turning them away Uh from the ways of the celestial forebears. Um, Uh So, that's, I think, the thing, too, is I, I think... They probably serve a, a, a like they like so. So, my original idea of wanting this cleric to be someone that goes around and swindles people by charging a bunch and taking advantage of death rights of whatever of some people and like almost like bankrupting them based on that still works yeah. with everything. I mean, I lie about almost everything, even when there's no good reason to. That fits the greed. Yup. Someone I lied or someone I loved, someone I love. Uh, died because uh, the mistake I made, that still fits. Uh, If there's a plan, I'll forget. I think this all kind of... The only thing that doesn't really fit is the flaw, but I think that can just be like, yeah, he just makes it up as he goes. Like, he has his general, like, here's what I'm going to do, but I'm not going to go in and be like, oh, this is exactly how I'm going to do it. But... Yeah, I agree. Anyways, what I was going to say is, I think he presents himself as a specific neutral kind of, like, death-like cleric, like, maybe even of, like, the Raven Queen or some shit. But... They like, actually don't believe that or serve a particular god in some way. And I think through their acts of evilness and representing this, when we meet them, they, they've been doing this for a while, but an evil god of some sort has now noticed. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, cool. You know what? I'm gonna, I like this. I like what you're doing. Here's some, here's some fun little actual death like shit you can do. Go go, go have fun. Go play. Like, <laughs> continue doing this. Okay. Um, so I'm just trying to figure out, I think the loved one that died is a good place to start for, like, the backstory. Because we know where they're at now and what they're doing. So for their backstory, I don't know if I want to be a parent, per se, but... And what mistakes they make, like, what the fuck, you know? Well, and and that's where, again, I think the reason that they are the way they are now is because, again, their whole life they were told they're going to be something special and people are going to expect a lot of you and you're going to be, you know, great and all of this and there's, like, a big purpose for everything you're doing, and they're just so fucking fed up with it that they're like, okay, fine, I'm going to lean into this and use it and just not be good, and like I'm going to use it for my own benefit. Because I think they're probably... Or it could be, a, it could be the, just the fear of not living up to the expectations that makes them not sure. try. Sure. And, and I think that's probably the deeper reason to it, but at least, like, yes, psychologically, yes. Um <laughs> I think, though, what I want to say is that they grew up really poor, and I think that's why money poor. is... Is like a huge thing for them, and the fact that, like, they're it's, it's like a it's like a uh, I'm imagining they were like a prodigy like level child, right? Because again, being born as an Asimar to a poor family would be like, Oh my god, we've done it, we've made it. This is yeah. like, and so all this pressure is then placed on them, and yeah, I, again, the the god that they're probably tied to or represent is some sort of like raven queen esque death god because they'll, I think they're darker, I think they yeah. they have like almost. Like grayish, pale, like blue skin that has like a, a like a glow to it, so it looks like ooh, like death or like and in the moon, it almost like illuminates them even more. Um, so okay. like it, again, I don't want to pick a, a direct god because I don't like being like oh, it's specifically this pantheon and you have to use this. I think whatever the general death and or moon god or goddess in your DM's world is, go with that one because I think anything just doing fun stuff with night and like the moon glowing off them could be cool i know there's some gods that are more empowered at full moons sure whatever that um so again when they're born they have this physical appearance to them that makes their parents put all this pressure on them and i think maybe in some way when they were just trying to like help their parents and make maybe their parents are the ones that taught them how to swindle and all this first and when they were going around doing whatever to help get money for their family one of their parents died in in this or or something And that then the the other parent is still alive, but they kind of blame themselves and that other parent for the accident that happened. And they don't talk to them anymore. They don't send them any money. They're off doing their own thing now. Like I'm never going to be poor again. I'm going to continue to make as much money as I can and fuck you. (laughs) Like you're the reason that they're dead and I blame you for it more just as much as I blame myself, but I can't be angry myself. So I'm gonna put it all on you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't like that the parents
0: taught him how to swindle okay i like i would i think that would be better personally if um that was a defense mechanism for okay. the mistake they made um I, I, I think it'd be cool i think it'd be better if it was more self-taught okay. um it became like said. It, it became their outward personality and the fact that they're swindling is definitely protecting themselves from their insecurities in my opinion interesting um, oh um okay and, and i and I think those insecurities are the fact that they had a lot of pressure on them, put on a ki- put on them as a kid. I agree with that. I like that thought process. Okay. Um, and they don't want to reach their peak because they're afraid of what that looks like. And so now, now they swindle and take the quote-unquote easier way out of accomplishing the things they want to accomplish.
1: Okay. So cause I mean, what we could say within that then is their parents probably tried to introduce them to religion in some way. And then through that, whilst they were trying to do whatever like I don't know, bullshit to try and like improve in, in the church or whatever that led to an accident. And now it's like, okay, yeah, I know all the words and everything I'm supposed to do to do this, but I don't want to, I don't want it to actually be that way. And your point of like a defense mechanism, like the last time I tried to do whatever the big rite of passage was, somebody died. And yeah, uh, it's, i not, happy about that so therefore i just go around yeah. and, and tell people i'm doing things like that but really all i'm doing is just putting them in the ground and taking money and like and even that yeah. sometimes like I, I leave before they're put in the ground once i get the money i'm out it's cool we're good <laughs> yeah exactly and it, it doesn't even like there's
0: another we, this may be a little too vague but um a, like the direct death doesn't it doesn't have to be like instantaneous? Like the mistake they made sure. caused someone like a tree to fall on them and they died. Sure, it could be maybe that um, maybe their parents were too good. Maybe their parents were like lawfully good mm-hmm. and were e- were easily taken advantage of in a business venture they were trying to have. And in order to try to, in the son, this character was trying to help that venture, and they got taken advantage of. And as a result, the business or whatever that was their livelihood, even though there were even though they were poor. Mm-hmm was taken from them. So then they have no livelihood, which caused, you know, the elder parents or whatever to get sickly and then maybe eventually they died, but it all stemmed from this event that had their livelihood taken from them and they and this character could blame themselves for that okay. happening. Or something like that. Well so, is kind of what I thought of, but
1: yeah, yeah yeah. Well what I was even gonna kind of maybe say is do we think the loved one needs to be a I mean, I, I kinda jumped to you, parent, but yeah. what we we could I mean what might even be more powerful is maybe what if they had like a younger sister? or something yeah. like that. And like the, the venture or some way that somebody came in to try and help and, and do something was like, Oh, like you're, you're a death cleric. I can, I can te- or you're a cl- like, you're an ASMR a- attached to this God of like, you know, whatever I can help amplify your powers and you can save your sister or do something like, you know, whatever. And then it ends up backfiring in some way where maybe it doesn't, isn't a direct thing of it, but this guy comes in and takes them for the little bit of money they had kind of like a, uh Jane, a Jack and the Beanstalk type thing, right? Comes and goes, here's magic okay. beans. It'll save whatever. And it's like, what no these beans don't do you just took all of our money and like and (laughs) my only thing is do you think then he becoming the swindler is a way of like that's what happened to me so i'm gonna go do that to other people is that the thing with that
0: yeah that could be the thing with that um and that's still that that can be the thing as well as the insecurities like sure um it all can it all can tie together, but I I just like the idea better of um him teaching himself how to swindle mostly okay. out of what you said. I like okay. that better personally. So,
1: I I guess and I guess this could be the thing for this person, right? Is like their their evil doesn't come from wanting to hurt people. Their evil doesn't come from this place of like needing to like rule or control. Like their main thing is just they don't they they care about wealth more than well being of others. Yeah. So like, I think in in that i'm just trying to think like if that's something they're going to potentially struggle with because it happened to them but again maybe it's 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 just buried right or and like they they don't care that they're becoming like this person they so, they learn from that either you're swindling people or you're getting swindled there is no yeah. like and so, wolf and sheep baby yeah so okay cool so then what i'm going to say is i i like i like that direction i think the parents are still alive and okay. i think i think it was a sister or something that like came in and this this swindler or person took advantage of his hope and all that he was always told. Like, ooh, you're gonna be great. You're gonna be awesome. You're gonna be this amazing thing. And and you know what? I can help teach you. I just need we need to get some resources and we need to like buy some stuff and I and I can show you the way of whatever God. And it's like once they gave them all the money and he's excited he's gonna be able to do it, they just taught him some just Bullshit like hand things And it's like yeah If you go home You do that over It'll be great If you have any questions I'll be here You can come back And we'll work through it He goes home Does it Nothing happens And he's gone And their whole family And now the parents Have no money And there's no money The sister's still sick And dying And all of this And like he was told I think the parents Even kind of At least originally When he leaves them I think Are upset with him Because they did expect him, again, as an Asimar, there's this weight of, like, oh, you're something. Like, you're put here for a reason. And you know what? Your sister. it's, It's to save your sister. That's what it is. You're here to save your sister and, like, to keep her from death and all of this. And, like, that was his first experience to it. And then it's, like, he blames himself for that. And they're mad at him. And I think over time, up to the DM, if he what the parents are currently doing or whatever. But, like, I think they understand now that they're like we're sorry like we didn't we put a lot on you and then maybe they're not over it or maybe they are but like i think he just leaves and the last time he left and he knew they were just like upset with him as well and they like kind yeah. of kind of like uh did you ever see brothers grim no oh really oh i have not it's really good it's really good um but in that it, you it, like The narrative of that is you kind of see their life experiences of these two brothers about what inspired them to write these stories, and it starts with the two brothers, uh, Matt Damon and and Heath Ledger's younger. Wait, I think it's Matt Damon. Yeah, Um, they're growing up as kids to try and save their sister, and they go out and so and and Heath Ledger's character gets swindled into buying beans, and the beans don't do anything. But again, now it's it's kind of exactly what I'm doing here, but I like it, so I'm taking it. But what's cool about that is it leads to this dynamic of now you see this one person that always deep down wants these magical real things to be what's out there and happening but the one brother constantly will throw in his face he'll just say beans just met just beans like and he just keeps reminding him throughout the whole thing of like remember that this is remember we're in real life none of this is actually happening like like low like keep your expectations low um or realistic I guess um I don't know where I was going with that, but that's what it reminded me of, and I like it. Watch Jesus it. Christ. Watch Brothers Grimm. If you ever watched Brothers Grimm, watch it. I don't know if it holds up. I think Lena oh. Headey's in it, too. I enjoyed it. It's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gets swindled. If, I'm, if I remember why I brought up Brothers Grimm's, I'll talk about it. <laughs> you know a <laughs> so,
0: movie You know what movie I want to watch that's got Brothers in it that I've never seen? What?
1: I don't know what it's called.
0: <laughs> but it's got Jake Gyllenhaal, Toy McGuire, and Natalie Portman in it. What?
1: And, and I see it on Instagram all the time. Jake Gyllenhaal, Tobey Maguire, and Natalie Portman? Yep. What are they doing? They're just all brothers? Even Natalie Portman? So in
0: the movie, I think, I think yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jake Gyllenhaal and Tobey Maguire are lovers. Or lovers. Ooh. Brothers. <laughs> brothers. You think it broke back mountain and, too? Um, <laughs> yeah, it was Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal plays all the angsty whatever. Um, An- anyway. Angsty gay um, cowboys. Yes. Um but no, I mean, you and I follow the same kind of movie Instagram accounts. You've never yeah. seen, like, Toby Maguire freaking out and smashing their kitchen with, like, a crowbar? No. You haven't seen that rage scene? No. There's a scene where Toby Maguire loses his mind on Natalie Portman, and he's, like, screaming at the top of his lungs, smashing the, the the shelves with a crowbar, like, slamming the fridge, throws shits across the kitchen. His voice is, like, cracking. He's screaming so loud. Jesus. And it's, I think it's, like, the climax of, like, the of this character. Okay. Um no idea what it's called but i see that scene on instagram almost once a day um and i want to watch that freak out because i love watching people freak out as when there's movies like actors and stuff <laughs> i you know what i'm saying i love the freak out scenes when it gets there and they finally just lose their shit yeah i have no um, idea what movie oh, oh the movie about. the movies you don't, you don't. know what it's called brothers something yeah you're right you're right stop talking oh just brothers yep oh wait
1: Tobey Maguire. You know, has a mental illness in this. That's his thing. Is he he's he's struggling with because I've seen I've seen the the scene at the, the I think the end, the climax of where uh, where Jake Gyllenhaal is trying to talk him down from a gun standoff. He's happening in the front yard with the police or something. And I think he's like he ha- he he has he's he's he has an issue. He has problems. Like I'm just I can calm him down. And like, oh, he's a, a war hero kind of guy. That's what it is. It's PTSD. He has PTSD yeah. from from being in the. Okay, I have seen that part from this what year did this come out? This is an older movie, right? Two thousand nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. But I've, I, I want to see it. I've seen that. I've seen that like end scene where it's like a standoff because he's having another like I don't know if they're called panic attacks with PTSD, but um, yeah. Okay. Episode. I think episodes are an appropriate sure, thing that's to probably call a better, yeah, better things turn. like that, but. Yeah. Um, um. anyways i don 't ooh, so all this brother talked, we want to also give him another brother that 's alive and also blames him doesn 't have to be anything really attached to him here currently, but there's two <laughs> brothers, one was the Asamar, and then they had the younger sister, younger sister was supposed to be saved by the Asamar brother. He dies, the one brother stays back with the family, and now there 's that angst and like again, this is just a hook for the dm there 's family hooks like they're they 're out there swindling other people, just making money for themselves so they don't they 're just trying to distance themselves from the family and that brother if he ever comes up. Absolutely blames him for the death of the sister. Absolutely blames so him for here's, leaving the family. Yeah. So here's
0: how I want this. If we're gonna do three siblings, okay. this is the order I think they should be. Okay. For the mo for this this to make some, the most sense in my opinion. All okay. right. The sick, dead sister should be the oldest sibling, in my opinion. Okay. Which is why they're excited when they have an ASMR because that's <laughs> they see that as the solution to their problems. Okay. ASMR. ASMR. I said ASMR. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think it should go older sister, middle normal brother, okay. and then this Asamar ah, is the younger is the baby. Ooh, okay. So that's how I think it should be. And then all the, the like I said put on because, the younger kid and, and yep. How so? And then and the middle kid was the baby, so there's some resentment there because yep. the special kid was born. Now they weren't as important; they didn't feel as important anymore. So there's yep. resentment there just for that dynamic. Um and then the parents were excited because the sister was starting to get sick and they had the special baby and they're like, Oh my god, this could if the sickness gets worse, this could be our the thing that they could that they could possibly help. Um, and then they and almost then there's completely the resentment. ignore yeah. the
1: middle child now because they're so focused on the one that's older and dying and the one that's younger and potentially the solution for it. Exactly. Woof. But how old then <laughs> <laughs> It's heavy. <laughs> um how old, though? So, what is the age? And so, this is the only thing with this is like, with expecting this five year old kid to say, save, the, like, how old do we think they are?
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, there are, there are p- kids out there that get a lot of pressure put on them at that young, oh, young age, yeah, you know, yeah. unfortunately. But, so. so,
1: I'm just trying to think timeline wise. So, I, I think, because, I mean, you could also have it so maybe the older sister's like three years older than the youngest kid. And so that maybe the, the, oldest sister was three years older, and then the middle brother is two years older, and then when the sisters... So they just
0: crank these kids out, huh? I mean, that, that happens? What? Just a baby mill.
1: Whoa, I have seven <laughs> siblings, and we range all the way, like, 18 years, and I got some that are, like, I got a brother that's a, a year younger than me, I got a sister that's three years younger than me, I'm like, yeah. It,
0: it can... Yeah, but those came from separate marriages, it's a little different. I mean, a
1: little bit, but it can still happen, and my two younger brothers are within uh, a, a year and a half of each other.
0: Yeah. Like, it helps though when like I don't know. I was going to try to make a bad joke. Do it. I didn't come. It's not a good do one. It. No, it's gone. Like it wasn't. It wasn't a well structured joke. Oh, not bad as inappropriate. Okay. It just wouldn't have been a good joke. That's fair. That's fair. Get, we don't yeah. want. We don't
1: want <laughs> ill structured jokes. We just want ill tasting exactly. jokes. <laughs> yeah. So it just wasn't going to be a good joke. It was going to be a bad joke, but not a good joke. <laughs> it was going to be a bad, bad joke. It wasn't even going to be a good, bad joke. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but okay. So then, because what this then allows us to do is say, okay, the sister's like 18 or something, right? And like most of her like teenage sure. years, as like puberty hit, it got worse. And she's now like, maybe it was like polio. It's D&D polio or whatever fucking. Wait, no, polio kills you when you're even younger, doesn't it? I don't know. Uh-huh. And so it's some, some, something. That happens, and she's getting worse the older she gets, and she doesn't even really get to become an adult. So, this younger sibling, who's three years younger, is 15 at the time, goes out. The parents give them all the money because they trust them, and they're finally seeking, like, they're old enough for, you know, to seek this out. And instead of going to the church and all of that stuff to where they thought they were going to go, this other person swindles them, and they're thinking, Oh, no, I can unlock your true potential, and like, blah, blah, and all this, and like, I will for sure save her. Whereas the church is like, You know, we're we're a death church like this is part of life and like you know we will try and help and do what we can but we can just help prepare the family for you know this passing that's what happens and like we can deal with it as like as it comes and the brother probably didn't like that response from the church so as soon as somebody showing up showed up saying like no i can actually save her just give me all your money he loved that a yeah. lot more, went to that. And now it's probably why he goes to places and just like, I'm just going to help prepare you for death and like just does that. And like he, <laughs> because it's like, that's what I was told all I could do. All I can do is help prepare you for death and stuff. But he uses it again. Once he gets the money, he's out. He doesn't care. Doesn't care about yeah. your body, what's happening to it, or what's going on. He comes in, tries to console you and is super, like, super religious sounding and has like a, a, all this like uh, uh, mantra to him. Because I was going to say, even with this background. I forgot to bring this up when we were reading it. Um, where is it? Oh, one one of so, the uh, features is false identity. So go ahead. Gotcha. What were you going to
0: say? Um, so I was going to talk about the age of these characters, because yeah. I think that the middle character has to be old enough to recognize that they... Or not recognize, but old enough to create the thought that they're being replaced. <laughs> so... Oh, so if there's only I two? Think, yeah. There's only okay. two. Are, they're, they're, in their brain, they're always gonna, they've always had a younger brother. Fair. This, I think the, I think in order for the the um, jealousy and kind of all the emotions we've discussed with the middle child, they need to be old enough to recognize that th- things have changed. Okay, so do the, you, the, the the dynamic has changed. So, do you
1: want to have them be like five years older?
0: Yeah. So I have well, what I wrote down is the sister seventeen, the middle kid's fifteen, and our character is uh, like eight when all the bad things happen.
1: Hmm. Why? Uh, so, I'm fine with this. So, well, how much older? than they? They're seven years older than them then? Yeah. Okay, I'm fine with this age disparity, but let's just bump it up so that the kid is at least, like, 12. So, just move them all up in age range. Because so you want the sister to like, be sick in her 20s and not taking care of herself? I feel like it's more powerful
0: if she's young and her life got cut short, like, super short.
1: I mean, yeah, but, like, again, if this is a... a, a Poorer family, it would make sense that they're all like living still together and in in like impoverished like level shit to the point where they're out having to work and do stuff for. And like, again, it could be that the sister was always sickly, right? And like, if she's so what, so if we bump it up to 12, that's four years, that makes her 21. She's 21, which is still like, and again, maybe it was like she, she hasn't been able to work in three to four years. So she's been, you know, put up and slowly like, like just passing and I mean yeah I get what you're saying but I still think it's sad Like if, and again they're humans right so a 21 year old dying like sure they could go out into the world and do whatever but like she didn't even get that she didn't even have an opportunity to go out she didn't die because she was living life to the grandest she died because yeah. I'm, I'm assuming again all of these children in some way had to start working at a young age had to start doing stuff and like so when she was out working for the family or something, maybe she caught something in the mines, you know, or like, <laughs> or or whatever. Like, they're from like a mine town. And so again, for this Asimar to be born into this lower class mine town village, all of a sudden it's the talk of the town. And this middle brother is just like, the fuck, I'm actually working. I'm out here making this money and doing stuff. She can't because she's got sick. And you're just, what, the golden fucking holy boy that can't even do anything <laughs> like and so yeah i think that's my only thing is i think one's still sad yeah yeah one's
0: still sad i mean it's not super important <laughs> but i think <laughs> hey. 12's too old for our, our character to get swindled and I, I don't think you don't think a 12 year old can get swindled by somebody promising think, to
1: bring their I, sister to life or not you know uh, not die
0: i don't know because they're not like 12 year olds like i i associate everything with grades like school grades sure and you're in like fifth grade and twelve years old. You're not, dude. The I, can, I can
1: I could swindle the fuck out of a fifth grader. Okay.
0: Yeah, but to convince a, tw- a fifth grader to go take your entire family's fortune, that's just a it's a big undertaking.
1: Okay, but if the, if if for the past four years this child was told, once you're old enough to go into the church and retreat, and like you're going to learn how to save your sister, and then have somebody, oh, show- that's
0: okay. Like so. that's true. I, if <laughs> if he just promised to speed line that process, yeah. Okay, that's more believable. And, and, I, and, I buy into that. And
1: again, any good swindler isn't gonna show up already knowing what their plan is. They're gonna read you. They're like, "What do you? What yeah. are you looking for? And what can I offer you so that you just give me what I want?" Like, so yeah. That's, okay, I'll, I buy into that. Okay, cool. Um, this is I like because a twelve
0: year old would totally be like I don't want to wait I'm done exactly. waiting I want to wait exactly. so this person's like well I can make you not wait just give me a bunch of money It's like, all right sweet I'm not gonna wait I have to wait yeah and so then I think I can buy I can buy into that mental mentality more
1: than like yeah. I can
0: save your sister give me your money it's like no so you know, so in my opinion. so
1: I think then what happens is they lose their fortune when he's twelve it's not working the thing like it was some potion or magic beans. In some way we're given it doesn't save the daughter or the sister. And so he now actually goes off to seminary or like actually go through the program that like through whatever deities like church area is. And then whilst he's there, the sister dies and the sister passes away before he can come back. And that's when he just bails. He just leaves the program gotcha. and is like, fuck this. Why, why am I even here? Like, I, all I can do is help prepare people for death. Fine. I'm going to go around and just take money from people when they're dying because I don't fucking need it anyways. Just give me all of your shit. And like, so he goes in and uses what was used on him to swindle other people because he's hurt and he doesn't go back home because he knows his brother hates him. <laughs> he knows that. Yeah. And the, the parents, like, he just feels like he left them down. There's way too much shit there. So he's just trying to probably make as much money as he can. I don't know if he wants to give it back to his family because he's probably angry nope. at them too for putting all this pressure on him and trusting him when he was 12 like that why why did you do like you think I'm special and all this I'm just a normal fucking kid like it's not He just wants yeah. to put he just wants to hide his sadness. Yep, hide his sadness and build up this life so that he never gets associated with that family and his failure. So, yeah, he
0: refuses to be poor again cuz that's sadness mm-hmm. and his family hates him and that's sadness so yep. he swindles to hide his sadness. Just. And he hates himself. <laughs> Sadness. God,
1: oh, it's so sad. He's a sad boy. He's such a sad. He's a sad boy, but he's not gonna act that way. No. Well, so and again, so with it's the false front, with the false identity, I wanted to kind of bring up is like he has all the paperwork of looking like an actual proper cleric, and all of like he comes in and like knows all, but like. If you actually ever interact with him when he's not like doing any of that, he's completely different, completely cut loose, all like like whatever, like yeah, fuck, like fuck you, fuck this, fuck that, and then he's a like, yes, I'm here, I'm helping, blah 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 blah, sign this form, give me this great thing, and bye, <laughs> and then just bails. Yeah. So like, I think that's the false identities you have uh, create a second identity that includes documentation, established uh, acquaintances, disguises that allow you the persona. Blah, blah blah. Additionally, you can forge documents, including official papers and letters, as long as you have a, an example. Yeah, yeah. So that's just a thing to roleplay with your DM. But that's what I would go with for a feature: is the false identity thing. Um. Cool. I'm trying to think. I'm excited by the sad, sad boy, but a sad boy. <laughs> such a such a such a sad, sad, angsty emo boy. Aww. I want to find a good now sad, angsty emo boy band name. It's a sad angst. Oh, what's uh um who's the lead singer of Mike M? What was his name? Uh Gerard something. Gerard Way, I think. So Yeah, Gerard Way, yep. Okay. He can be Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the name Gerard. Um and then the family name is um Hawthorne. Ooh, Gerard Hawthorne? Yeah. yeah. I like it. 'Cause we got so Hawthorne Heights. My, my wrist and black my eyes. <laughs> um and then he's he's Cleric Hawthorne. Oh, I like that. Cool. Hawthorne's a pretty good It pretty is. Cool it's name. a good it's a good family name. So like yeah. Gerard Hawthorne, and then he's like, No, please call me Cleric Hawthorne. <laughs> and like he goes by he goes by Gary though, to anyone else. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever, just you know. Yeah, when he's in this fucking shitty-ass <laughs> yeah.
0: hole-in-the-wall bar. Like, hey, Gary, how's it going? He's like, oh, fuck off, oh, give me a drink.
1: Fuck off, Billy. Just pour me the fucking ale. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's like, yes, I'm Cleric. i How me. do you think <laughs> I'm doing? We're down here in the shits. <laughs> and I think that's the thing, too. It Like, so wait, um, what's the, where's the money thing? Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'll do whatever it takes to become wealthy. I think he doesn't let on, though, that he has all this wealth. I think he is not until he has like all that he thinks he needs, and, and which will be exactly. never enough. Exactly, like he has this idea yeah. of like once I have enough to buy and build and have, then I'm just gonna. But like when we meet him, he probably still looks like he's rather humble at the very least, because again, that's kind of part of the, part of the persona. And even when he cuts loose, it's like I'm not gonna. I'm not stupid. I'm not gonna be walking around like Mister Moneybags. Then I become a target again. Like I don't need yeah. to be a target. Like. I'll cut loose and, you know, fuck off. But, like, I'm not telling people I got 100 platinum in my pocket. Like, I'm not, exactly. I'm not yeah. trying to be all shiny with that. Like, yeah. Their robes are nice, though. Yes, but they're like cleric robes. They're like a nice, Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Their swindling robes are nice is what I'm yeah, saying. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's the thing, too, is it, it's just nice enough to be believable that this is exactly what he is doing and that he actually is from this church and all of this. Um, and the main thing is just he wants money. So, like, I think that's what draws him to any kinds of groups is that, like, oh, this, is, this seems like quick money. What, I just got to go with you guys and make sure you get back? Okay. And then what if you yeah, die? If one oh, of you no. dies. Like, oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, no. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> we finish everything? Where's your family? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I'll take I'll take your body back to them. Oh, maybe that's his thing, too. is like he goes to the adventuring group and he's like, I have no connections to you. If you die, I don't care. I will just want to know where your family is so I can go to them. And make sure that they're put at ease,
0: exactly. <laughs> and like, I join adventuring groups. The promise of the worst, I'll make. I'll make sure the worst doesn't happen to you. But if it does, I also
1: promise to take your, take you back to your family, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and make sure that they uh, <clears throat> pay for uh, you know the correct, like services they could even
0: promise to the adventurer that if you pay me now oh. i won't make your family pay for this
1: that's true and too. then obviously the family's also going to pay for it <laughs> double dip <laughs> double dip see i almost kind of like when we meet him him at least having done that to one group already and there's a group out there that he's wronged <laughs> in some way yeah that if they ever come across me i'm like clara Hawthorne, you son of a bitch <laughs> like god <Yeah>. damn it <laughs> oh gotta go <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> okay cool um Nice. So how old are they now? Let's say 31. Good old 31. Yeah. You know, life's pretty much over. They got nothing to look forward to anymore. They're knocking on death's door. They pretty much, you know, their <laughs> knees hurt every day. Yeah. They yeah. can't drink. I'm surprised
0: they made it to 31. To be honest,
1: <laughs> well, cause, I mean that gives us two decades away from when he got swindled. He he probably went to the church thing and like, but I think he's been established out like swindling people, not like. So the other thing too is like you can still start this at level one because like I said again, like the powers of the clerics like starts like, and I think as a DM, if you wanted to, what could be fun with this is like as these powers start um, growing in him he's like, oh shit, I can actually do stuff? Like, what the, f- oh, sh- wait, maybe everything I was told as a kid, this is starting, oh no. But again, like, yeah. as it's coming out, it's, it could be from the god that he actually, like, worships and, like, was trained through, or it could be, again, one of these evil gods. They're like, I like what you're doing. I see what you're doing, and I like it. Keep doing it, and I'm gonna ask you for a favor at some point, and you gotta fucking help. <laughs> like, yeah, and so, like, that, that can kind of be the role of it. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the other thing that's fun with <laughs> ASMRs is they get a lot of visions and dreams that are, are starting to like push th- through them to their God-like celestial connection. So maybe okay. we, we haven't even touched on any of what that fucking actually is, but maybe those start later in his life and they start right around this. And he's like, I don't want this. I've been told I'd have this my whole time and just, I'm just good making money. I don't want to save the yeah. world or do whatever. Ugh. I'm sad. I'm a sad boy. Let me be a sad boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So I would say, again, another DM hook. What God is actually he connected to and, and getting powers from. How? What does he want from him at some point? Or what does that God want from him at some point? Um, I see that you've put in alignment that he is evil. I think he is neutral to maybe even lawful evil, honestly. Okay right okay P- pick one let's go neutral evil because I don't, I don't okay I don't, he doesn't he seems somewhat chaotic he doesn't actually care about like oh well if i don't do this the right way i won't get the money he's like nah i'm just whatever just like i, I just better myself through any means possible i don't need to do it by any rules or whatever yeah um so i think that's neutral Um, allies and organizations i mean we have the family (laughs) that that is still there uh you have whatever church he says he represents there's probably some mentor or someone from that program that's like hey we need to stop him he's out there giving a bad name to like the church of the raven queen like or whatever it is um and then (laughs) maybe just one random group he wronged just just group of <laughs> adventurers that they did lose somebody and they went and he's like yeah nope i'll take care of you whatever you pay me up front i will take care of all the services and then like their the bard gnome actually ended up dying and then he's like yep i'll take care of him guys don't worry just you know i'll come back to the town I'll, I'll totally come back he goes to the family then gets them to get money never comes back the group goes to the family and is like hey did uh you know he's like yeah he came we gave him like 300 platinum and they're like wait what we already paid for that <laughs> we already was like hmm and so if they ever happen to come up oops <laughs> and yeah again that's just a fun DM hook <laughs> yeah Um. alright so what do they look like it's the last thing we so, need so yes yeah, so that's really like, again I think overall skin uh, appearances. again like I said this grayish blue that like I think what would be fun to play with and again just a little character thing as at night it glows and it glows brighter the fuller the moon is okay okay um, I think they are probably like six four, so about my height. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking right. <laughs> I don't know why that's a reoccurring thing because, like, I'm perfectly fine with the fact that I am just as tall as you, <laughs> which is shorter. No. Um, which is six zero for you. No. Nope. But they, so they're big. <laughs> they're they're uh, imposing looking individual. Um, I think they have like jet black hair. That um, they keep, like, in a military level, like, nice cut so that they look professional. Um, what's some other fun, like, Celestial-like things? Like, so also in Critical Role, uh, uh, Ashley Johnson's character, Yasha, is an Asamar And she has, like, different colored eyes and has, like, uh, uh, just some cool uh, markings uh, on her skin. But I'm trying to think with this. I don't know. Ooh, I think. So, I think it said to you before that you can have the eyes are like all white or all black. um, Yeah. In some ways. Is that almost too much, though? Is that like really weird if his eyes are all white? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know how how that would. I think that's weird. Oh, here we go. So, here are some um, additional racial traits. Oh, wait, no, this gives you. I don't actually want any of these, I just want it. True speaker incorporeal. No, I thought they were things that gave you like different looks because one of them says. Hey, so eye well, I, I, I color says pupilless, pale white, gold, gray, or topaz. What is topaz? What color is topaz? It's like a greenish, isn't it? I think. Oh no, it's like an emerald. Topaz
0: color. Oh yeah, to go. Like it could be a red. A lot of things it looks like yeah. So topaz, it's like is a red, like a yellow, a purple. Um. Whatever you choose for eye color, I think you should choose a a more neutral toned color. Yeah, because this character needs to be trusted. That's again just by looking saying. at them. Yeah,
1: that's what I was saying again. Like black eyes would not really help with that. Um, yeah. Where did you see the pupilist thing? I'm looking through. I, I was scrolling down. Um, the
0: look. the Forgotten Realms. Oh, okay. Um, link.
1: And it's under description. Appearance.
0: Appearance. Well, if you're look you see how the you see the character model. Yeah in that chart, you go down and there's appearance.
1: Oh. So there's like... Nope, I'm not seeing it. Oh, eye color. So you see, do you see yep, the character yep, model. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Yeah. Appearance, dark to pale brown, emerald, gold, gold, or silver. So I would say they're kind of like a silvery, silvery, silvery blue. Um, okay. Hair color, again, went with black, yep. Eye colors, pupilless, pale white, gold, or gray. Maybe it's just gray. But that's even still weird. The pupillus thing is fucking with me. Um... I think they have pupilled eyes, but I think they're a gray pupil. And maybe they, again, with the moon thing, like at night, they can kind of like shift colors based on how the moon is hitting their skin. So like if they're standing in full moonlight, their eyes look completely gray. Um, yeah. But, and if, I
0: mean, if, you, if you make it like a silver color, that could look very divine. They could mm-hmm. look like a god themselves, and that would be trustworthy in this scenario and what they're trying to so do. So silver eyes? I'm just saying, yeah, if you chose something that kind of glows a
1: little bit, yeah. it could look look divine. Mm-hmm. Okay, then yeah, so let's say that their their eye, I think the whites of their eyes are like a gray, and then their eyes glow a little bit silver, like the pupils, so they grow a little silver so you can see them. And then again, like, if the the thing with the moon, in some way, when this hit right, their whole body kind of glows and their eyes glow even more, and I'm sure they've used okay, that. Okay, Edward Cullen. Yep, Exactly. You get it. You understand completely where I'm coming from with this. Um, <laughs> it says distinctions, and it does say ca- capacity to cast supernatural light. So there you go. Um, cool. Average height too, is five foot to six six. So, And they're they're a strong boy. So I'm gonna say like two fifty. They they big. Okay. I mean for six four, I guess that's not too big, but. Um, anything else? I think they have dark robes. They have very dark robes, um, and they wear heavy, kind of like, ooh, let's say it's like a, a black armor. They have like a, 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 like just jet black, like, cause clerics are usually kind of, uh, covered in, in heavier armor. So I think, yeah. I think the, the, they, they pay for an upkeep, a very nice, clean black armor. I think that's one thing that they, okay. they care about very much. Um, gotcha. And then they have kind of like nice robes that go over that. Um, they almost kind of look like the Grim Reaper when they show up. Cause I think it has a hood. I think there's like a hood to it as well uh, over these robes. So like he can, yeah, yeah. The sad, sad boy is cosplaying as the Grim Reaper just walking around.
0: And gets people to trust him somehow. Well, because again, he comes well, into this... Well, it's death. Yeah. They're all dealing with death, exactly. so it's sad. And, th-
1: and that's, that's his thing. That's his swindle. That's his bit. Is he knows, He's like, I'm not going to come into town and try and swindle someone that hasn't had someone die, but someone's always died somewhere. You go to a big enough city, someone's fucking died. Like, I'll find... Like, yeah. It doesn't Yeah, I'll find it. Um, Alright, cool. Sweet. That's everything, then. Ooh. Sorry. What else did you think of? The name. I like Gerard Hawthorne. What if we just go. Oh my eat? god. But no, no, no. What if we go Gerard Waythorn? What's that? Why? Oh, no. <laughs> Is that dumb?
0: That's too much. Is
1: it? Gerard Waythorn?
0: That's that's not subtle at
1: all. That's subtle. I'm not trying, trying to, be to be subtle. I'm not trying to be subtle. I'm making. No. He's a sad boy. He's a sad, sad boy. No. Hmm? Okay. All right. Um, that's fine. Uh, Gerard Hawthorne, Cleric Hawthorne. <laughs> Cool, great. Um, I thought you wanted to give him a fucking oh no, no another name. swindling name. I mean, we could. What if he's no way? What if we we just switch it and so then he's Way Heights? <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> uh, oh, what if it's Helena? Helena Heights is his name. Oh nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then I'm running out of things to, to keep talking about with this guy. Uh, is there any other questions or things that we forgot or maybe need to go into? No, I don't think so. Dope. Gerard Hawthorne is a badass sad boy that's gonna take all your money. <laughs> when while you're
0: when you're sad, he's gonna take all of your money. Yep.
1: Um, all right. Cool. Well, then I think we are ready to get into the role play. Yeah. Yeah. Let's meet this piece of trash. Yeah! 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 Um, <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, then let's get to it.
0: Alright, so we find ourselves once again at the Seedy Tavern. Um, It is about to be dawn. That's where the sun sets, right? Dusk. Ah, fuck. It's about to be dusk. That makes sense. Um, So the bar is kind of clearing out. There's not a lot of people in there. Um, It's a chilly night tonight. Um, Fog is kind of setting in. There's a weird kind of atmosphere... Um, for this evening, um, you know, it's a full moon, which in podcast real only happens like twice a year. So it makes people kind of really uncomfortable. They're afraid that things might be out and about. Um, so people are kind of rushing to get home. Um, and, um, uh, Mary and Terrence are actually, you know what? Bar and Terrence are working tonight and, um, they, they're, they're cleaning up, they're doing their best They all want to kind of get home Because like I said, they're a little on edge A um, little scared of, of nights like tonight And um, then all of a sudden The door opens And in walks this Six foot four 250 pound Asimar And they've stepped inside So it's it's subtle, it's gone away But as they cross the threshold Into the tavern there was a shine about them. But once they made it into the tavern and they were out of the moonlight, they kind of dulled a little bit, but it was enough to where it was almost like a flash. With the door opened. there was a flash, and then this ASMR, almost like they appeared from the flash, but really they were just... They were shining from the moonlight. And, um... So this, this, they've got black armor on with black robes. Hood was up. Hood's up as they enter. And, um... Yeah, and, and and Barr kind of elbows ter- goes to elbow Terrence but forgets that Terrence is really short and just kinda of elbows the air, but still does it, like trying to get Terrence's attention and Terence is used to this, you know, dim wittedness sometimes, so he he drags the stool and kinda of climbs up and then and looks over and, and they both are looking at this Ah Samar just
1: entered the bar. Gerard pulls down his hood, kind of just stands there. In in a in a manner that like He's not peacocking, but, like, he knows people will look at him when he enters a place, and he tries to look like he's just surveying it and taking it in, but he's posing. He's posing for people to take in his general aura. And then he makes eye contact with the half-orc behind the
0: bar. The half-orc oh, and goes, looks down and kind of starts cleaning, but Terrence doesn't look
1: away. He He then moves and makes his way over there, and you hear every step is heavy, and his armor kind of clanks as he moves over, and he comes up and goes... Good evening, I am in need of having a room for the night Are you there anything available
0: here uh yeah we we've actually all of our rooms are available um we typically don't have anyone book on nights like tonight. people tend to not travel or stay in their own homes but um yeah you are welcome to the c d tavern I apologize. i've forgotten my uh my manners. My name is Terence, I'm the owner of the place, and this is uh this is bar. This,
1: Hi, it is a great pleasure to meet both of you, Terrence and Bar. I am cleric Harporn. Uh, what? Oh, a cleric. What? What do you mean? As people do not travel
0: on nights like tonight. Oh, it, it might just be superstition, but but I mean, you know, you. I'm assuming if you're here, you're, you're at least familiar with Podcastria. Yes. Um, we don't tend to get get a lot of full moons. Oh. Um. So every when there are full moons, just people get you know. Like I guess su- like I said, superstitious. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. But, sure. um, yeah. yeah so it's people are all we we got rooms. Oh, I Moral see. of the story.
1: Well, that is great. I am new to the city. I guess I've come from parts where the rare occurrence of a full moon is not seen as something to be feared, but instead something bring, I don't know, brightness to the dark nights.
0: Well, yeah, I guess that's a good way to look at it, but, you know, we we were just, um, you know, lycanthropy and all that kind of stuff, and creatures are kind of spooky, so. Yeah, Yeah, they're, they're, I don't want to see a werewolf first name, Werewolf, last name wolf, that'd be real scary. Well,
1: yes, have you ever come across one good bar? No, and I don't intend to. Well, then how do you know they're scary? Uh,
0: because of the stories. Duh. Sure, but do you believe everything you hear in
1: stories?
0: Uh, when they come from
1: smart people, yeah. Well, perhaps sometimes those smart people just want you to believe they're smart and try to scare you with things you've never actually experienced yourself.
0: Well, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not real. Oh. There are werewolves out there. You're I'm not... Adventurers tell us all the time. I'm not. This one guy came back from this place called Ravenloft. There was a lot
1: of spooky stuff there, he said. Yes, yes, I'm not disagreeing that werewolves and lycanthropy does exist. I'm just saying. Until you've looked at a man as you watch his body contort and fur start to spout out of his face, you don't understand... What that fear's really like. You've seen that. Yes, I've been to many places and seen many things, and it has all brought me here to this fine establishment that you called. I'm sorry, the Seed Tavern. Seed. What Seedy Tavern? Ah, oh, yes, yeah, Seedy. Yeah, it's. It's quite nice, and, well, I was... Uh, like I said, your rooms are available, and I appreciate that. And I would definitely be taking at least one of those. And I see that you're closing up, but uh is there any beer I mean, we've, we've still got left? some time. All right, good. So then I don't mind if I take this seat. And you see him kind of move his cloak around, and then he kind of, like, sits down finally now on one of the bars and, like, is now eye-level, at least, with... <laughs> uh, you guys behind the bar and it's just kind of then sitting there like i've been traveling the wrong way so i appreciate the hospitality yeah of course
0: it's what we do we are a expert in hospitality don't don't listen to what you read in the papers what do they say in the papers Is that that, that we let uh, and that's not true so don't worry about it
1: are these papers potentially why all of the rooms are actually available on an evening such as this?
0: No. People want to be in their own homes and not somewhere unfamiliar on an evening such as this. That's the truth.
1: Uh, yeah. I, oh, Terrence. Do you need help? Yeah? Why? Do you, I? No, I'm, I apologize. Do you need help?
0: Oh, no. We're doing just fine. To be honest, you're kind of spooky, so I don't know how you'd help anyway.
1: (laughs) I apologize. I understand how I could potentially come across, but I will elaborate upon what it is I actually do offer and do. I am a cleric of the grave, and therefore I go places and help People move on and be able to put to rest people that might have passed recently. And I offer a a, a great service to help with closure in the fulfillment of any sorts of, I don't know, sadness or connection to the great beyond. But uh, part of that... Also, sometimes, especially if there's a general aura of fear and horror, as he looks to bark, kind of pointed at him, that maybe hangs over a place. I've been known to do a uh, cleansing of a sort to remove any sorts of. I don't know whether you call them aberrations or ghosts or hauntings that might happen in a place. And I don't know if that's something that perhaps is being said in these papers.
0: Oh, well, I mean, the paper said that we're haunted by an inability to hire someone greater than the age of 12. Um, But I don't think that's what you're talking about. Oh,
1: well, no, it is not, but... Again, much like I was talking to Bar here about a story and believing what you read or hear, it could still... Well, I don't believe in ghosts. That's what you're saying. Why do you not... That's okay, that's a tale for a different... I've never seen one. Yet again, you believe in the werewolves, though? Yeah, people have told me about those. Okay, well, how if no one told you of Look, I'm offering a service, talents. Potentially to say, even if you don't have any hauntings or ghosts you currently have here, perhaps having someone say that they went through and cleared the place of that could draw attention in a positive way. Well, you know... I'm well known for this. The name <sighs> alone of Claire Hawthorne being able to come through and remove any... Well, I've so- never heard of you. Sure... But again, as a tavern with empty rooms, are you trying to get people from this city to stay here, or perhaps travelers from far and beyond
0: we're We're a hub for travelers, typically people tend to move through this area, but like I said, people try tend to stay put on a night like tonight
1: I, yeah. I'm talking about future endeavors, and stories that people could hear of this great tavern and how it is now cleansed of whatever haunting was here.
0: Well, I don't know who you've been talking to, but... Bar, can you you give us a second? Uh, yeah, I'll go
1: go sweep the dust by the front door. Why don't you... Wait, Bar, why don't you go into the back? And grab me whatever food might be available.
0: Okay, yeah, go go to that bar. Get us get our guests some food. Uh, uh, okay. And take like ten minutes doing that. Uh, oh, okay. So the bar scurries off to the kitchen, and Terrence um, is still standing on his stool, but he climbs down, pushes it more forward towards the bar, and climbs back up, and like leans in close and goes, "Listen." This is not something that I openly talk about because I don't believe it. And it's just rumors and, and superstition and it'll freak Barr out and I'm short-staffed and I can't have him quit even though he's not the brightest. But, he seems listen, useless, yes. No, he, people love him. They think it's funny. That, anyway, he's a fan favorite. Um, he, uh, One of our rooms has had reportings of Weird events. We had a big Halloween party a while back, and uh, someone was murdered in one of our rooms. Oh. He, he, he. We 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 kept that under wraps pre- pretty well. It Got out a little bit, but we were, we were able to snuff out that fire. But now, people are reporting things happening
1: it, in that room. Interesting. Well. This could also potentially be, even if people aren't aware of it, why there is a bit of an aura around this place, which I must say I picked up on, and why I entered. You picked up on an aura? I've never felt weird about this place. No offense to you, good Terence, but I'm a little different than you are. And I suppose that's true. Look, if this, what you're saying, is something that has been experienced by different people through here. Perhaps this is something that I could look at for you and just let you know if there's any water that could be held by this theory or any credence to these potential stories.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, if you if you really want to, you, I would definitely be happy if you could do that for us. But I mean, the, the the reportings typically come really late into the evening. So unfortunately, I think for the best experience, you're gonna have to stay in that room. Of course, I was going. I would to. normally give you a different room, but given the circumstances of what you want to try to accomplish, okay. I think you should stay in yes. in room
1: six. I think that is more that if I was going to actually request staying in that room as well. But oh, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yes, it's the only way to properly do this. Um, and to that extent, I can stay there for the evening, uh, and perhaps longer if needed. Uh, however, I will say I am a bit short on gold, so I don't know how long might be needed for me to stay in the room. But okay, if, if perhaps I mean you, we we, we can probably. Let's just stay a day or two on on the house if you're if you're willing to take care of this for us no, no, I don't want to take advantage of the situation, but I do think it would be best if I did at least f- suss it out, see if perhaps it is something I hopefully can take care of in one day. And then I will, of course, keep you updated on the process the whole way and see if I am hearing or feeling anything in this room that I can help put to rest.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah, that that, that seems fair. I'm here most mornings and most evenings, so I'm easy to track down. Good. Great. Uh,
1: To that point, then. I guess I will put a bit of a pause on the rest of my travels. I was heading up towards the high tides to help them with uh, a passing that had happened. But I'm sure they wouldn't mind me delaying a little bit just to make sure that one of their fine taverns in their town is actually cleansed. But uh, yeah. to that extent, any other bills of food coverages of like that... Um, would probably be best if uh, you don't mind at least covering them until I get paid, from the high tides as well. Because unfortunately, oh um, this yeah, yeah,
0: I, I understand. You've to have come from somewhere far, so yeah, uh, yeah, we can yes. we can take care of you while, while you're here helping us out. I appreciate you know, it. Would, trade for trade. It will
1: only be for the short time being until I complete that job. Then, of course, I will come back and any sort of tab that I might have in crude I will gladly pay off. This yeah, for sure. Alright, well uh, you said it was room six, yes? Yeah. Alright, well would you mind perhaps grabbing that key for me and then once I enjoy whatever food good Bob brings back I can go and take a look. Yeah, sure. Um, Give me
0: one second. So Terrence crawls down off the stool And goes to the back, opens the door, and he's gone for like a minute. And he comes back, climbs up the stool, and goes, Um, so, bar left. So it's going to be a little bit on your food. I'm going to have to get that for you. Oh.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Do you have... I think he thought I told him to leave. I don't know. It happens occasionally. Yeah, so again...
1: He seems rather useless.
0: No, trust me, he's 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 worth it. He's 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 a good good time. But anyway, uh room key climbs down off the stool, drags it across the floor, climbs back up, grabs key six, down, drag the stool, up the stool. Alright. Whew you think that'd get easier.
1: Here you go. Here's your uh here's the key to room six. Thank you. Uh and uh before you go and get any, any food, would you actually mind getting me an ale while I wait for the food?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Climbs down off the stool, drags it over to the tap, climbs up the stool, pours a beer, an ale, climbs down, scoot, climb. Alright, didn't spill too much. Here you go. Thank you. Nice ale. Thank you, good town. And then if I remember correctly, all we've really got is kind of just like a smorgasbord of like meats and cheeses back there. I can make you like a platter or something. Sounds divine. You like charcuterie?
1: Yes. Again, that's Cool, I made that word up. Oh. I've heard it before. No, I'm pretty sure I made it up. All right, then you've made it up. I do not care. It's
0: like shark cooter. Meat and cheese. Is that a different language?
1: I think it's Elvin. Interesting. Well, either way, go get this shot board and bring it over. Yeah, That'd be great. Um, oh, there's some commotion outside. Yes, some horses seem to be buzzing down the streets rather quickly. Or perhaps it's the but, full moon. Maybe there's. Oh, that. Maybe it's. I think
0: you know what that sound actually. Uh, Bar when he runs has to scream. We don't. <laughs> We don't we don't know why so he's he's probably on his, on his way home.
1: Uh, of course that that makes sense.
0: Alright, so I'll go get your charcuterie board and uh you've got your keys so you can you can go up to room six whenever you're ready to settle in for the night. I will go after I have my food. Okay. I'll be I'll be right back with that.
1: See <laughs> <Sing> and see <sing. laughs> fuck you. <laughs> God <laughs> 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 I just had the visual (laughs) of a fucking half-work just running down the street. (laughs) Screaming. God damn it. (laughs) I'm trying to play a fucking stoic-ass character over here. (laughs) Ah, you know what? Yep, nope, that's Barr. He did leave. You're right. He's running down the street. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that broke me that broke
0: me on on. i love fleshing out bar for some reason the (laughs) we've i think we fleshed out bar more than we have any other like npc we play
1: barry's been pretty fleshed out too our our, each one of our first bartenders i feel like the most fleshed out NPCs. (laughs) god damn Mm -hmm. um Oh, yeah, man. that was great. I so I enjoy that character. He's we. He's not weird. He's simple to understand. Like what his motivations are, and like again, like he's a con man at heart. Like at yeah. the end of it, and like being able to make it seem like, oh, I'm doing you a favor. I'm helping. Do it. Like honestly, I didn't know you were gonna. Like I liked the decision you made of like, yeah, sure. There are ghost stories. Like right? that's the yes ending of improv and D and D. It's like I was even yeah. just gonna try and push like saying. Hey, even if you don't have ghosts here, me saying that I cleansed one would help. Would at least make it better and make it seem like, so you don't have to actually have one. Like, I can just go out and say this. And if you wanted to give me the room for the night and the evening as like a nice trade-off or something. Like, again, he was trying to swindle in, in that kind of way. But like... yeah. Yeah, the fact that you actually said there was one, he's like, he doesn't believe it. He doesn't think there's. He's like, whatever, cool. I'll just go up in the room and I'll stay there for a few days. Keep saying I'm working on it, and then eventually I'll just leave and never pay <laughs> you anything, and that's whatever. Yeah. And then I'll take my my fat sack of gold I got with me and just keep moving. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, so yeah, and it helps that we've had someone be murdered in the C D tavern it does. before. It does. It does help that that, and uh, I think it. I don't know if we gave a room number to it, but sure, room six.
0: I picked six, because six is like 666, Spooky. ominous, whatever. Satan. Yeah. I could have done like 1408, that's a lot of fucking rooms it for is. this place. It it is. We've yeah. got room one, two, three, 1408, <laughs> five, seven.
1: <laughs> we tried to change the number, but Satan keeps coming and changing it back. <laughs> um, But yeah. I think Cleric Hawthorne is like, like I said, I like just the kind of like, Wait, I feel like I have, like, like yes, yeah, i hmm, fear me. I know people I yeah. student, and, uh, and what I, I, I don't know if you heard it, but I was slipping into Andoran sometimes. I was like, no, no, boy, Andoran. <laughs> <high, high. laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't pick up on that, okay. but, um, good. Yeah.
0: If I did, I probably would have called you Andoran, depending on where we were in the RP. I don't yeah. like to fuck with you too, like, in the middle of it. Yeah,
1: it's more at the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were wrapping
0: up, and I was were, like... We were. I didn't know what you were
1: planning on doing, having Barr just leave. I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's... I don't know what that's going to be, but it's a good thing you put that up, because it timed perfectly with the car fucking driving by my place.
0: <laughs> well, my thought process for having Barr leaving was that he's like a, he's like a child, right? Yeah. So if I told him, that if he hears when the seedy tavern's haunted, he might never
1: come back. Yeah. You know, so... No, that's true. That's true. Ooh, maybe Barr... And maybe, then the car. Maybe we can have a, a side one-off story now where we have to go find Barr. Because he's just, he's so scared. He's just constantly, ah! <laughs> <laughs> just running away.
0: Um, it's amazing. He's got a great lung capacity. <laughs>
1: he still just, no, he stops. He stops running when he hits to see and then he breathes, yeah. breathes, and then screams again. <laughs> he'll, he'll run out. He never gets tired from running. He gets tired from the amount of screaming he's doing whilst running. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think as far as, like, this character goes, like, I think I would, this is, again, I liked, so it's on our second cleric, but I like that this feels like a different type of cleric because everyone knows they're like, okay, yeah. you're a healer, life cleric, and you just care about everyone. You want to keep them alive, and God's great, and all this stuff, and you're going out and heal everyone. This feels like yeah. a different way to be like, sure, I mean, I'll heal people, but it's to help me and make sure I get paid and money's happening, and like, uh, yeah, it's I would I would have fun playing this type of support character, and I think it would be a for fun, sure. A fun I time, would do a fun time for someone to like that really is into the role playing because. This is another thing. Is like you don't have to get into his backstory at all if you don't want to. If you if you want to if like you don't want to go into any of the family stuff, you don't want to have that. He's he just wants to be wealthy. Who cares why? Like if you don't yeah. if you don't want to go into it, fine. He's just a greedy, driven, neutral, evil, grave cleric that doesn't care about the betterment of people, just himself. Um, and that's that's what you want to do. Cool, great, fun. If the DM wants to put some of that stuff in front of you and dangle it around, you can go to it or not. Um, Cool. Other than that, do you have any last thoughts on uh, uh, Sir Gerald Hawthorne?
0: Gerard Hawthorne. Gerard, Harth- <clears throat> Gerard Harth- Hawthorne. No. I don't know why I was like tripping up on that. No, I do not have any lasting tho- uh, lasting thoughts. I do think it was an interesting character. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, I do mm-hmm. like the grave domain uh, cleric and that they're dark. Uh, the RP was fun, which is always important to me. Yep. Um, and yeah, so I
1: feel like. Uh, this was a job well done. Good good job. Stamp stamp of approval for everyone on this yes. thing. Um, but yeah, that means we're in the outro. It means we're it's, it's done. This is over. Thank you for listening this far and this long and us just ramble and recap about everything. And I'm going to try my best to not ramble anymore here now, but it never works. It doesn't. Um, anyways, this is the end. You got to go. You can keep the earbuds in for a little bit longer put on something else. I don't care. It's your life. Live, do, do whatever you feel is best for your, your current situation. Uh, but before you go, please let us know what you thought of Gerard Hawthorne. I want to say way every time. I want to say Gerard Way every time. <laughs> if what do you think of Gerard Hawthorne, the cleric, um, you can reach out to us via the emails, which is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. That's a great place to put in like a whole like novel like story. If you use this character or have used any of our past characters, we'd love to hear what you've done with them. Um, and there if you have potential suggestions for characters moving forward. That's one way to do it, but our Discord, which is through our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash rngpc. If you get access to the tavern there, that's what it's called. We call it the CD Tavern. That's our Discord. We have discussions there all the time, and people are putting in different sorts of suggestions for fun characteristics they'd like to see made. So feel free to join us through that. And then if you want to get any other information about our show when we might be streaming live on Twitch, like we are right now for this episode, you should follow us on our social medias, which, Nathan, what are those?
0: Um, our social medias are... Um so twitter our twitter instagram and facebook is at rng underscore pc twitch is also twitch.tv slash rng underscore pc we have a youtube channel you can just look up rng space pc don't type space just hit your space bar and there's quick tips there um more more content coming to our youtube channel shortly um but there's a couple things there right now you can you can get caught up on Uh, mostly quick
1: easy things to watch Um, Yeah, and those are our socials. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, and like you said, uh, if you want to come watch us do all this Tomfoolery live, uh, Twitch is the best place for that. Uh, We do try and stream a little bit more during the week as well. we do some games sometimes. I want to start having actual D&D world-building stuff. Um, And that's all going to be on our Twitch. And the best way that we're able to grow and continue to have more opportunities to do fun stuff like this on Twitch or videos is because of support of some of our community and if you would love, if we would love it if you would also like to join our community we welcome you in with open arms and the best way again to do that is through Patreon, which is again patreon.com uh, slash rngpc uh, there you can also get character sheets, bonus episodes. Uh, we'll shout you out in, in the episode if you got some creative stuff you want to have uh, shout it out in the show. But other than that, I think that's it. We are done. We've done it. We've made it another successful Sad Boy character um, that we hope all of you like and want to play. Maybe have show up in your campaign and steal money from everyone. So uh, other than that, you got anything <laughs> else, Nate? Nope, that's all I got. Alrighty then. Then everyone, please remember to keep rolling and keep playing, and we'll catch you next time. See you next week.